Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Last night was a magical night. Yes, yes, you know that I went to a casino at 8 p.m. here in Las Vegas to conduct Phase 2 of the Roulette Wheel Experiment. And I will tell you all about that and how that turned out in a moment. But let me tell you, it goes beyond that. Last night exceeded my expectations. Because you have to realize that when you take a trip to a casino, uh, as I've been doing here for this experiment, yeah, you go in, you do the roulette wheel experiment, but then I want to stick around, play some other games. And for me, part of the challenge of being in a casino is taking a $20 bill and seeing how far I can stretch that $20 bill out. And uh, the great thing about it is, okay, if you lose your 20 bucks, well, what you've really done is just entertain yourself for half an hour or whatever, which is not that different than playing video games. Um, but on the other hand, sometimes that $20 just keeps going on and on and on like the Energizer Bunny. And um, those are really exciting nights because uh, anybody who, who gambles a lot will say, you start having fun when you're playing with a house's money. You know, you, you put a little starter money in there, 20 bucks, 40 bucks, whatever your thing is. But but when you get some winnings, well, then, then you... That's what you really start gambling with is the winnings because that's play money, you see. So uh, th- that's why I understand that there are people who have gambling addictions and stuff like that where they'll, they'll go and mortgage the house, but that's not the way to do it. No, the, the idea is when you go into these places, you treat the whole experience is a game you know whatever amount of money that you have that you're comfortable possibly losing is what you you know put in there and then that way there's no fear involved because fear i believe is the worst thing uh fear is what will uh make you lose basically so i got an email yesterday from a listener named brian and he said Question, what do you think happens if you take Shelly Wright's money potion and you put it on the money sigil? And I wrote him back and said, I don't know, I've never done that, but that's a great idea for an experiment. So, uh, Brian, thank you for that suggestion. And guess what I did last night before I headed out the door? Um... I have Shelly Wright's Money Potion in various different types of containers. I know that it is currently being sold in a spray bottle, and uh, those spray bottles are great. Sometimes they'll get a little clogged up because you have particles of things in there. I don't even know what they are, but particles of little mysterious things in the the powder that Shelly has put in there. And so, uh, and and by the way, it, you know, you can if you have the the powder. I mean, you can put it in any type of sprayer, but. I have a dropper that I, that I put it in, like a little uh, eyedropper bottle. And so last night, I decided, I, before I went to the casino, I, t- I took my uh, little eyedropper out. And this is a good suggestion for you. Uh, whenever you, you, you think of using the money potion, you should put it around the doors and windows of your house. Uh, so I put a little drop in front of the door and uh, and then in front of the windows and stuff. And then I went over to the money sigil. I have, 
I guess you could call it an altar in my house. It's a place where I keep a lot of things that remind me of um, manifestation, basically. And, and it's, it's a very, very positive place. And so I'm really grateful for um, all the wonderful things that I've gotten and things I've received from friends over the years that are often represented there. And so anyway, I took out my dropper and I put a little drop of the money potion on top of uh, the sigil. I have a sigil card there. Very nice card. These are cards that I produced. They have 18 karat gold on them for the event that I did in Hollywood earlier this year. So, uh, I put a drop of it on the money sigil, and then we went out the door. Which, by the way, um, I'm thinking, maybe, I don't know how many of Shelly Wright's money potions are are currently in stock, but um, eventually... It, we if we continue you know making this available and that depends on whether or not Shelley wants to do it then um i'm thinking maybe next time we might just put them in a little container with the dropper that might be a good idea so anyway so off to the casino in order to do the roulette wheel experiment so exciting because when i did this last week okay 7 days before at the same time I had, uh, at, at that point, it was phase one, meaning anybody in the world, any Tom, Dick, or Harry could participate in this. You go there and you take a, a poll, and the poll says, is it going to be red or black or green? And it was very close. I can't remember, um, I guess it's probably still on my Twitter page. Um, but it was, I, I remember it being just a, a very small margin between red and black, but red had more votes uh, the very first time I did this last week. So last week I sat down and I put down $20, $20 and the wheel spun and it landed on red and I got $40. I doubled my money just like that. And I was like, holy cow, this is great. It worked my audience picked the right one. So then I said, if you were correct, now you get to go to this link to continue participating. And I sent everybody who was right to a page where it says, on on spin one, do you what color do you think it's going to be? And on spin two, what color do you think it's going to be? This is where things get really interesting. Unlike the first time around where the the red won by a small margin. In this case, it was overwhelming what the participants felt was going to happen. I'm looking right now at a pie chart that shows me the results. When it came to last night, 62% said the first spin would be red. Now that is a huge majority. 62%. Only 31 said it would be uh, black, and then 6 said it would be green. So I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely going to bet on red for the first spin. For the second spin, again, huge majority, 54% said the second spin would be black. I had 32% say red and 12% say green. So I'm looking at this pie chart, and it's like, okay, this is pretty damn clear. 
The first spin is supposed to be red, according to 62% of the participants, and the second spin is supposed to be black, according to 54% of the participants. And so I was like, that's the way I'm going to bet. Okay, so the first bet I'm going to bet on uh, red, and the second bet will be on black. Now, for me, uh, if this helps you visualize sort of how I I look at this, I feel like it's being, um, it's sort of like being a contestant on who wants to be a millionaire when they give you the option to ask the audience. And if you watch that show, you know, that's a like a lifeline or a little bonus they give you, like, you know, you have three or four things you can do to help you out through the game, and one of them is ask the audience. And so you say, okay, uh, audience, what do you think? And just about every time, there's one answer that just, boom, shoots up there uh, among the audience, and it's almost always the correct answer. So not everybody's going to get it right, but the idea is that you get the more people you get involved, the higher the chances are you're going to get the right answer. So when I saw such huge margins among participants who had made it to phase two, I knew, well, if we're on to something, then there's no doubt the first spin has got to be red and the second spin has got to land on black. And so I sat down at the roulette table last night and I I put a $100 bill on the table. That's how confident that I felt about what's happening here. And I cuz I knew like hey, all right, I might lose this $100 bill, but I have a lot of faith and trust in what this process is bringing uh, all of us, you know. And so the guy goes, "Good luck." And he spun the wheel and the first spin landed on red. So he says, congratulations, and now he gives me $100. I've doubled my money just like that, okay? So now I have $200. So then I slid my $200, this is two chips, each worth $100. I slid the $200 worth of chips over to black, and it's like, okay. At this point, other people at the roulette table are looking at each other like, damn, you know. Because honestly, I have played the roulette many times in my life, but I don't uh, know if I've ever actually just bet $200 at once like that. Uh, I don't I don't think I have. Uh, you'd think I'd remember it unless I was too drunk or something like that. So, uh, I, I, I'm, but I, I'm pretty sure I'd remember that. And so here we have 200 bucks now on the line. Guy spins the wheel and it lands on black. Boom. Now I got $400. Okay. So, because that 200 has doubled into 400 and I, and Lauren like pats me on the back, like I did something. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, all I did was look at the poll from my participants in this experiment, which actually is kind of a relief because there's a lot of stress on you when you sit down at a roulette table and you're trying to figure out for yourself uh, what to do and how to get it right. So this is actually like the most stress-free thing because I'm thinking like, yeah, okay, if I lose it, I lose it. But um, either way, I don't feel like a loser because I am getting data. You know, I'm getting information, I'm results, content, 
that I can talk about and use in my life. So that's sort of how I view it. Um, so therefore, I uh, so bottom line is you guys were totally right. You know, those of you who participated. So um, I took a one hundred dollar bill and turned it into four hundred dollars within about uh, you know I'd say less than five minutes. So now I got some money to play with. Um, and so, uh, I, I sat down and I sent out a tweet as I said I would, and I told everybody, okay, the first spin was red. The second spin was black. Now here is the link for next week. Same time, 8 PM may not be the same place other than I can tell you it will be at some casino here in Las Vegas. Um, you can now sit down and if you got red the first time and then on the second phase you guessed red then black well now you get to continue if you were wrong please do not continue but if you were right continue and i know you're thinking like well this is awful good deal for you isn't it joshua p warren because i'm just sitting here telling you you know using my psychic ability what to do and you're the one who's winning the money well that may be true for now because I could have just as easily lost my ass last night. But the point is to see if we can get it up to 10 times in a row. And if we can do that, well, then guess what? That's when I'm going to start taking down names and addresses and sending you part of the money. So, anyway, um, it was a big success and very, very exciting. Very exciting to see right there before your eyes what I believe is proof of psychic phenomena proof of ESP proof that when you put the right kind of people together and they understand the situation and they're all you know focusing um, ultimately something will happen that beats the odds we've already done that okay we've already just at this point even if you know however whatever happens next week at this point we've already beaten the odds and shown that uh, there's something real about this process there is such a thing as as ESP and and it's just it's mind-boggling and it's it's just a wonderful wonderful thing to be a part of so next week just think now we're going for three spins but I've gotten uh, a number of emails from people who are saying, okay, now this is getting harder because it's becoming more difficult to distinguish one spin from the next. Well, yeah, I'm sure it is. That's the whole point. This is hard. This is not easy. For example, Mobius emailed me and he said, maybe instead of doing 10 spins at the same time, you should do one spin every day for 10 days. Okay, well, maybe I should, but that's a different experiment. And that's also a much more time-consuming experiment for me to have to go to a casino for 10 days in a row. Um, so, I, I, and I am going to continue doing these experiments in one way or another. Trust me on that. But for now, the experiment is what it is. I'm not going to change it. Uh, it is set up the way it is set up. And if I were to go in and alter it in some way right now, well, it, it wouldn't be a proper experiment anymore. So um, we're seeing what happens here. And so far, so good. So far, the majority of people participating have been correct. And this is very exciting. So 
let's get on to the even more exciting stuff. So now I got some money to fool around with in the casino, right? So I went over to a machine and I put in $20 and I started messing around on the machine and I got right down to my last spin. I think it was going to be like my last $2 on this $20 bill. And all of a sudden, there was this um, aroma. This lady sat down to me, to my right, and there was a very clean, refreshing smell about her. And I didn't turn my head and look directly at her, but I could sort of see out of my peripheral vision that she uh, she had gray sort of shoulder length hair. There was a certain gracefulness about her. And the reason I say this is because I hit the button for my last bet and I won over $100. And as soon as I did that, she got up and she left. And then I had this flood of visions about the concept of this woman called Lady Luck. Now, Lady Luck, unlike some of the images that you may have seen, like of pinups and stuff like that, that World War II soldiers might put on their airplanes, Lady Luck is not supposed to be some kind of a young, beautiful woman. She's an older lady with, uh, with graying or white hair, And they say that she has a very positive aroma around her. And she just kind of drifts. And as soon as that happened, I thought, I bet you that was Lady Luck. Now, okay, so anyway, so I get up and I'm like, where is she going to go next? So I go wandering around the casino trying to find Lady Luck. And I look over and I see Lauren, and Lauren is in a whole different section of the casino, but guess who is is the only other person in the row where Lauren is? Lady Luck. So I walk up there, and I'm like, what are the chances? Because this is a big-ass casino. What are the chances that Lady Luck's next to Lauren? So I walk up to Lauren. Lauren is winning on her machine. And I said, Lauren, Lauren, check this out. And I sat down next to Lady Luck, And I bet $2, and my machine went bonkers. And I won over $1,000. Okay, right then and there, boom, over $1,000. If you don't believe me, I have a picture of my winnings that I posted on Twitter that you can go and look at. So I'm sitting there, and my machine literally has like fireworks graphics coming out of it. And, and and once again, Lady Luck drifts away. Now, I, at this point, I had a little more time to get a look at Lady Luck. And I could see how she was dressed and what kind of jewelry she was wearing. And I have decided that for the time being, I'm going to keep that information to myself. I have told you enough about her, as is. But I want this to be something that for now only Lauren and I know. So Lady Luck, again, she vanishes, and I said to Lauren, 
that is a celestial being. Now, I don't know if you can literally say that that woman is a celestial being or if that is just a mortal woman that has the spirit of Lady Luck. I'm not sure. Sometimes it's impossible to tell the difference. People think a ghost is going to be some translucent thing with a little, you know, haze of illumination around it, and that's not necessarily true. Um, you never know exactly when you're, you know, when you're looking at uh, a mortal or a celestial being, and uh, you even find references to this in the Bible, where it says you'd never know when you're talking to an angel. And people, many people who see ghosts do not realize they're looking at a ghost until the figure vanishes. And then they put two and two together based upon what's been happening, and suddenly they go, oh my God. So at this point, I'm like, Lauren, we got to go find her again. Let's, let's, let's go through. We don't want to act weird like we're stalking some woman here. And, you know, any kind of suspicious activity in a casino raises red flags. So... I was like, we don't want to act weird, but we are not losing this. This is tonight. Something magical is happening. I mean, it began with the roulette wheel, and now I'm winning like crazy. And Lady Luck is here, so Lauren and I are going around this casino trying to find her. And at one point, I'm like, okay, maybe she's dematerialized or whatever. Let's just sit down. Let's have a drink. Let's chill out. And um, so then, so we had a drink. We gave ourselves a, uh, ourselves a rest period. Then we got up and we walked around a little bit more. And Lauren goes, oh, there she is. There she is. And sure enough, now Lady Luck is sitting all by herself in another row. So I go over and I sit down, uh, not directly beside her, but like two machines over. I put in a $20 bill within three spins. Bonus! And I went over $200. And then Lady Luck vanishes again. And so after that, I'm like, okay, where's she going to be next? <laughs> so we start looking around. And at that point, I think she had dematerialized. I think she, because we never saw her again the rest of the night. So here I am. I've won on the roulette wheel. I've won over a thousand dollars on that other machine. I've won over two hundred, or, or uh, yeah, over two hundred dollars. Um, like I say, Lauren took a photograph of me at the bar with the winning tickets in my hand. So if you go to my Twitter account at Joshua P. Warren or my Facebook page, you can see a picture of me sitting there holding the printouts to prove to you uh, that I won that much last night, and. Here's one thing I debated on whether or not to bring this up, but I'm going to tell you. That last time when I was sitting there next to Lady Luck, I said to Lauren, try to get a picture. Try to get a picture. And so we did this phony little moment, you know, where I posed for the camera and Lauren lifted up her phone and she took a picture of me with Lady Luck in the background. You can very clearly see Lady Luck. The reason I debated on telling you about that was because I know that you're going to beg me 
for that picture. You want to see what she looks like. And I'm telling you right now, I am not going to show you. I may be the only person who actually has a picture of this celestial figure called Lady Luck. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to print that picture out and I'm going to put it on a wishing machine and use this as a witness sample for um, financial abundance and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so this is one of the most powerful things that you could ever obtain when it comes to that. And so I, last night, I felt like I I honestly almost at one point got a little teary-eyed because I felt like I was in the presence of such an enchanting energy all night long. I mean, you can call it a street, call it whatever you want, but something was happening last night, and it was just boom, 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 you know, victory after victory. And so Lauren and I, uh, we we came back home last night, and boy, were we just elated. You know, we were in a good mood because, A, I had evidence that this experiment with psychic phenomena is giving us a positive result. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there's proof here of some kind of ESP, and that, and, and then to have Lady Luck appear, and 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 it wasn't until I got back home for like an hour, I was like, oh yeah, I put Shelley Wright's money potion on top of the money sigil, and look how tonight turned out, and. Now I have this great witness sample to put on my wishing machine. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's insane how this is all happening. So look, next week, Thursday night, I forget the date. What a January, uh, it's going to be the new year. It's going to be 2019. Is that going to be like the third? Um... Yeah, I guess so. January the 3rd, 8 p.m. I'm going to be in a casino. I'm not going to tell you which one, but I will be in a casino here in Las Vegas doing the same thing. I'm going to sit down at a roulette wheel and I'll place a bet. I don't know how much it's going to be, but I will place a bet and this time I will I'll roll it 3 times. So that means if I do put down $100, and I win the first time, I'll have 200 And then the second time, I'll have 400 And the third time, I'll have 800 Now, if, if, if I can turn a $100 bill, for example, into $800 within five or six minutes, we are on our way, my friends, toward the $10 million goal when I expect to take a $10 million winning and split it amongst a handful of people which will make uh, some folks out there millionaires it all all you have to do is keep this up so if you were right and you guessed the first spin would be red and the second one black please continue by going to joshuapwarren.com finding my twitter account um, or just go directly to twitter and go to at joshuapwarren and you'll find a link to continue to phase three it'll be uh, same deal whatever happens i'll post the results after the session next week how cool is this
for all of us. This is a win-win-win because, again, whatever happens, we're gathering data here. Um, I could go on and on, but you, I think you, you know, you understand how exciting it is. I think people are motivated when there's money on the line because it gives them something real that they're working toward. But I'm also excited because, according to tracking, momentarily my new laser should arrive, and this is the laser that I plan to use in my time space warping experiment you could even call it a time machine experiment and uh where you know of course i'm 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 looking into getting a coil a fiber optic cable for this that's going to be uh, quite extensive now yes i could go and i could buy a coil like this but i only need it for like 30 minutes so you kind of hate to go and spend a bunch of money and buy a giant coil of cable when you just need it for 30 minutes so that's why i'm putting the the word out there to see if there's anybody who wants to um to help me because they're in the area and they already have a giant coil or maybe they want to send me a coil and and people are having fun with this because uh, on facebook for example I, i really enjoyed an exchange where i said uh yeah i'm looking for at least a thousand feet of fiber optic cable to do time machine experiment and one guy posted and said um if i send you some cable are you going to return it and then another person replied and said he already did so uh you know we're having fun with this idea that maybe maybe i am going to figure out how to travel through time i don't think that's actually going to happen but i think i might be able to figure out a way to distort space-time and gravity by some small degree and so that's what this experiment is all about so uh, once i get my laser in hand today and i play with it for a little bit i'm going to follow up with some of these connections i have in las vegas to see if i might be able to find um some kind of a coil around here otherwise like i say if you uh if you have a coil or access to one and you're interested in being a part of this let me know it's very simple go to joshuapwarren.com scroll down to the bottom you'll find my email address i read every single email i don't have the time to reply to everyone but i do read everyone and let me tell you something my friends this year is getting kicked off in style 2019 i am doing so many wild crazy experiments i'm also now editing the new documentary that i shot about the psionics conference that we had in milwaukee Uh, So that'll be done before you know it, and that'll be something cool to watch. And then I'm working on this whole other project that you don't know know anything about that uh, is going to blow your mind. Uh, I mean, it's a great time to make sure that you are a subscriber to my free e-newsletter. And if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you can subscribe right there. I'll send you updates. You'll also get a free good luck charm when you sign up. Be sure to visit the Curiosity Shop. Like I say, I believe we still have got some uh, of Shelley Wright's money potion in the Curiosity Shop, if that's of interest to you, especially given what I've just told you today. And again, if you think I'm exaggerating, well, at least go look at the picture of of me with some winnings there uh, that I posted at Twitter. 
But you'll find the link there at joshuapwarren.com to this podcast. It's called Joshua P. Warren Daily, and that's because I try to leave one for you every day. It's always short, it's always free, it's independent, uncensored, and you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will keep you updated as new things occur, as new podcasts are posted. I mean... Why wouldn't you want to be a part of this? I think we're all making history together, and I feel such a surge of energy, of momentum, of inspiration, of optimism. It's, I'm telling you, it's it's making the hair stand up on my arms. All right, I believe that's it for today. God only knows what I'll have for you tomorrow or the next day or what or the next day or the next day or the. <laughs> so, thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.